what, what is really worth celebrating? Certainly our earthly accomplishments, uh, it, it's, it's a joy uh, that God has blessed us with life, different milestones that we can celebrate, and He wants us to. But it is so encouraging to think that week in, week out, no matter what happens, we can celebrate daily even uh, the amazing sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross and how that's supposed to inspire us every day that we live our lives. I was thinking about that this week, and it brought me to Acts chapter 7. And so I want to read the end of Acts 7 and then read for us just a couple verses in Acts 8 to give a parting devotional thought uh, to our graduating seniors, but certainly I think it's something we can all grab onto and find application in. In Acts 7, uh, at the end of that chapter, starting in verse 54, we see the scene of somebody who has been affected by Jesus, who is living their life after them, and they're preaching really with great passion about that, and yet that's not well received by everyone. In verse 54, it says, when the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, this is a, they heard the, the speech that Stephen had just given before them, recounting Old Testament history and how all of this was pointing towards Jesus becoming the king of the new kingdom, the, the master of this new covenant. It says, when the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And at this, they covered their ears, yelling at the top of their voices. They all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city, and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses led, or laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. In this act, Stephen becomes the first martyr of Christendom. Uh, he becomes an inspiration for the rest of the first century church. And in a powerful way, he shows us the example of what it takes to give your all even to the very end. It's an inspiring story that leads to a uh, an inspiring response of the first century church. We might not always think about it in this way, but I want to encourage us to do so. Uh, look at Acts chapter 8 verse 1. It says, And Saul approved of their killing him. Just a quick aside, that, that's an amazing thought that Saul, somebody who would approve of the killing of somebody who so passionately spoke in favor of Jesus, he, he's, he's standing right there seeing what's happening. It's a crazy thought to think that God then could use him in all the ways that God uses Saul who becomes Paul. But check out what happens here as a result of the stoning of Stephen and what, what, just what happens next. It says, On that day a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned, uh, mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house as he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. A couple different things going on here. At this point, a great persecution breaks out against the church in Jerusalem. Uh, 
you know, the song that we sang in the beginning of service, Great Among the Nations, it says, Isaiah saw that it would come beginning in Jerusalem. He's talking about the kingdom of God starting in Jerusalem. And at the day of Pentecost, you've got Jews from every nation coming to celebrate this Pentecost feast. And now they're all together. Uh, So many get baptized on the day of Pentecost as Peter preaches this amazing message. And, And they're enjoying the favor of all of the people. They're devoted to the daily breaking of bread and to prayer, uh, to the apostles' teaching. They're fired up and excited. They're together. But then, with the stoning of Stephen, there's a persecution that breaks out, and it leads to the church scattering to all four corners of the known world. You know, I I think that there's some um, parallel that we can take to what's going on right here, even in our graduation. Uh, Every year, year in, year out, we have a little bit of a scattering. Uh, At the end of the semester, folks graduate and they go to all four corners of the wind. And we know that there are members of the Champaign Church or former members of the Champaign Church that have become uh, church leaders and missionaries and uh, just faithful members of other churches all around the nation and all around the globe. But it's encouraging to think that in the same way, that here in Acts 8, they're scattered and they preach the word of God wherever they go. We too have that opportunity with the graduating seniors. You have the grad, you graduating seniors, you have the opportunity to carry with you the gospel wherever you go. For those of us at home, I wonder and think about this. uh, Think about verse 3. It said, Paul began to destroy the church. You know, right right now, uh, we are all staying at home in order to stay safe. But imagine a situation where you've got someone going from house to house intent on finding out if you're a Christian in order to destroy the church. What would you do in that situation? What would you do if someone came to your house to find, hey, you can't stream these services anymore. Uh, You can't sing these songs anymore. How would we react to such persecution? What would we do? I think there are great thoughts that we can think of, and maybe even in our house churches this week, we talk about some of those things and the application of these scriptures. But I want to end just with the encouragement uh, that is seen here in verse 4, in Acts 8, verse 4. It says, Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. And Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. And when the crowds heard Philip, And they saw the signs he performed. They all paid close attention to what he said. This is an opportunity that we all have to take the gospel with us wherever we go, preaching the word and really having people pay close attention to what it is that we're saying and the message that we're bringing to them.